0: trail to breakthrough i'm dr debbie silber and today's guest is dawn burnett best-selling author and divorce lifestyle consultant and mentor dawn burnett is passionate about helping people divorce the people places and things that are no longer serving their higher self founder of the shiro project Dawn knows firsthand what it takes to divorce situations, relationships, and habits in search of wholeness and happiness. Through her one-on-one coaching, Dawn supports men and women from around the world to take the dirty out of divorce and step into joyous living. Dawn has been featured in numerous major publications and TV outlets like ABC, Fox, TBN, AARP, Shape Magazine, And much more so today we're talking about divorcing the dirty and my guest Don Burnett is going to tell you what that means and how to do it when you hear how Don turned her many traumas into transformation you'll be inspired to find your own unique path as well let's get right to it here's Don okay everybody I'm with Don Burnett today and we're talking about divorcing the dirty are you uh, curious what that's about? Uh, so am I. <laughs> Welcome, Don.
1: Thank you. It's
0: a excited, pleasure. Being- excited to have you on the show. So, you know, the little bit that I know of you so far, you're a divorce lifestyle consultant and mentor. What does that mean? Let's just start there.
1: So what I do is I help women find the sticking points that are holding them back from living a fulfilled life. And then I develop a process on how they can divorce the things that are holding them back from living their
0: full potential. Okay. So when you say divorce the things, what, what give me? Can you give us an example of what you're talking about?
1: Well, a big one for starter that holds a lot of people back is negative mindset, right? And that is a daily practice and combating because it involves limiting beliefs, it involves past experiences, that internal negative chatter and dialogue that if we're not careful, can self-sabotage our future.
0: Mm. You know, and I say, if, if we spoke to others, how we spoke to ourselves, we'd never have a friend in the world. It's so true. And mindset seems to be at the root of all of it. But you know what though, these habits get the, the way we speak to ourselves is so deeply ingrained. Is there like a process or way that you help somebody just figure out what they're even saying to themselves so that they can start changing that?
1: Right. So the first thing is exactly that it's awareness. Mm -hmm. And the best way to monitor your thinking is to write it down, to keep a journal. You'd be surprised what your thoughts are when you really start to become aware of them. And then once you have the awareness, you need new information to be able to shift your mindset. That's why it's a daily practice. Mm -hmm. A lot of people will use a daily gratitude journal, they'll use positive affirmation cards vision boards, anything that's going to be before you on a daily basis to help reprogram that internal dialogue. But it definitely all starts with awareness.
0: Yeah, it's so tr- true. I say the same thing. So now to to become a divorce lifestyle consultant and mentor, usually that just doesn't come out of nowhere. Um, can you start with your story? Let's hear your story, if you don't mind.
1: Sure. So my story, definitely, I have uh, lived the part from having been a victim in the past to shifting and being a thriver now in the present. And I grew up in a broken home, very abusive home. Uh, dad would, you know, hit my mom. My mom had issues with my dad. And then, fast forwarding throughout teenage hood, I was sexually taken advantage of by a family member. Fast forwarding from there, I ended up going to a popular nightclub in Central Florida where I was slipped a drug into my drink, taken off site and raped. So here you have all of this negative dialogue from there.
0: wait, hold on. And I can't even, I can't go forward before we, because there's just too much going on with that. What, when, when those experiences were happening and by the time that like that third one, what meaning did you make of this? What did you, what, what kind of thoughts were going through your head and what were the, because I, you know, this is a lot. This is a lot to go through and, and then to one thing happens and another and another. And so often we can sort of take it personally and think that it must be us or whatever. What were you thinking?
1: Yeah. So going back to not re-traumatize, right? Uh, looking back, because that is important to see how far you've come. Yeah. During the time of growing up in a broken home, it was always that fight or flight am I safe? Where can I go? Where can I find safety? You don't really have those parents to look up to for that sense of direction. Mm-hmm. Now, fortunately for us kids, because I'm one of five, we had our grandparents and our grandparents were very old school. Grandpa served in World War II. He had his own boat shop. My grandmother had her own a shop. They had their own garden, you till the garden, you work hard, right? Mm -hmm. So it ingrained in us these strong core values. Without that, let's face it, we probably, none of us, because we're all doing well today, none of us would be probably where we're at today if we didn't have some form of solid ground to stand on. Mm -hmm. So here I am in this fight or flight mode, right? Didn't have really that sense of direction from parents, And then on top of it, you're experiencing someone in the home, a family member, cornering you, sexually abusing you and taking advantage of you. That fortunately lasted for a short period of time. As I ended up shifting gears, my parents had split up and I moved out of one home to another for safety. Now, my mother didn't understand that at the time. So... It was very important to make men's, obviously she's passed on now. And the legacy that I build is very dedicated to her. And so as you continue to go on right now, you've got all this wounded, all this victim, Mm -hmm. all this hurt, like what's wrong, what's happening. And that's what, you know, that's Mm -hmm. all, you know, so you are at this vibrational level and where we are vibrating at is like a magnet, right? Mm -hmm. We attract. Certainly, I didn't ask for rape. Certainly, I didn't ask for a drug to be slipped into my drink, but it's that unknown, unaware vibrational level that is taking place, victimhood trauma, victimhood trauma, Mm -hmm. and that one could say attracted, into my life, take an off-site Great. Now that of course in itself, for years and years, I kept that bottled up inside. I kept mm-hmm. that a secret. Obviously I was not at the point where I am today, right? We're talking back in early, like 20 years old,
0: right? And so- And before you go on with that, when you're keeping that up bottled inside, typically that is the perfect recipe for stress-related symptoms, illness, condition, disease did you see any physical things show up or just mentally and emotionally, were you you feeling and and experiencing some symptoms? Mentally
1: and emotionally, I was trying to keep it together inside, right? Mm -hmm. And then if that wasn't enough of a recipe for a disaster of the shame and the guilt and Mm -hmm. the the fear and all of that, I ended up marrying my now ex-husband, we were married for 15 and a half years, but it was a very, very toxic relationship. Mm -hmm. Now you take that relationship combined with everything else. And yes, all of these health problems started Mm -hmm. to manifest. Mm -hmm. The pivotal point in my life was when I had my miracle boy. Now I already had my daughter, phenomenal daughter, and I was told I couldn't have any more children. So they're nine years apart. I had my miracle boy. And at the age of two, he had an overcompromised immune system due to vaccinations. Pushed him into five rounds of antibiotics. Mm-hmm. Doctors couldn't help him. I dropped everything I was doing in real estate, raised back to college, and got my degree in alternative medicine. In six months, helped to completely repair and change the trajectory of his health and his life.
0: Okay, so my health. I was going to say so his his trajectory changed, but you, but you said you had symptoms and illnesses because of the toxic relationship and keeping it together with all that trauma in the past. What were some of the symptoms that you had?
1: Thyroid disorders, insomnia, Mm -hmm. you're suffering from some of that PTSD from the intense amount of that fight or flight, that stress, that internal dialogue. Mm -hmm. I had adrenal fatigue, right? My adrenals were completely fried. The list goes on and on. It wasn't until I was studying alternative medicine, mind, body connection. Mm -hmm. It was like somebody flipped the light switch. It was that aha moment. And then taking everything that I had learned in college and was still in college at the time and completely just embodying the teachings and reversing my own health.
0: Yeah, it's it. It's just amazing because, I mean, that was my own experience too, having all kinds of health challenges because of the the emotional and mental stress. And if I tell you how many people I have had on this show who it is just impossible not to have physical symptoms with all, all of this mental and emotional stress and strain. And then what happens is so often we just treat these symptoms and we don't get to the root of it. and We wonder why we're still struggling and it's only when we get to the root do we do we heal so okay so now you're healing from these symptoms and then you're saying then you had your son and he had challenges and then he uh you you helped him with his as well so
1: i had my son i wasn't in the healing process yet i had my son it was at the age of two that he had an overcompromised immune system my health was a train wreck. I was living in a toxic marriage. Mm -hmm. Toxicity was my internal dialogue, the fight and flight from all the victimization that came from all the past trauma and experiences as a childhood. Mm -hmm. So then going to college, flipping that light switch, helping him, also helping me that actually wasn't the finalization point. That was the biggest aha moment in my life. Mm -hmm. That actually came two months prior to graduating from the university. When I had left a toxic marriage, we had moved back to New York to a place in upstate where I did not know anybody to heal and deal. Mm -hmm. And shortly, just a couple of months after being there, we were plowed into the ground by a hit and run drunk driver on the way to pick up my daughter from cheerleading squad. And it was lights out, bang. And it was one of those spiritual kind of outer body moments. Mm. Forgot I had a son. Then you reconnect everything as you're coming to. But the biggest aha moment out of that, it was clear as day that I was to take everything I had experienced in life, everything that I had learned in college, go out, And spread it to the world, and empower and inspire others.
0: Mm. And so, you know, you can't have an aha moment like that and not do something powerful with it. So then you started, you know, doing this work. And but not everybody wants to move forward. Some people are very comfortable where they are. Not that it's good, only because it's so familiar. What do what do you um, what do you find holds people back the most?
1: Well, really, I think a lot of things are limiting beliefs, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, It's comfort zones. It's uh, past identifications, right? I could have easily have stayed stuck in where I was. It was that big jolting moment. Mm -hmm. And hopefully, you know, the viewers out there don't have to go through that earth shaking moment in their life to have a great awakening like that. But you know, everybody has their own journey, everybody heals at a different pace, and it's not a race, it's not a destiny. Healing truly is a journey. And if baby steps is what you're comfortable, then at least you're taking some steps forward in the right
0: direction. And you know, it's so true because sometimes, and I found personally, it is, it's the, the big jolting moments that really caused that, that psychological earthquake, you know, that where life is now before it happened and after it happened. And then we look at it and say, oh my gosh, how have I been living? What have I been thinking? How have I, what am I, what have I been doing? And it gives us that opportunity to change, but someone who has not experienced, let's just take that person who hasn't experienced something life altering, but they they're still stuck. They're not happy. They know it can be better. What do you recommend for someone like that? What would be so those first smaller off, changes?
1: First off, it's like you were saying, it's really getting to the root, right? Mm-hmm. What is the core that is holding you back from living your fulfilled life? Um, maybe you grew up and you were told that you were not good enough, right? So it's very important to first identify the source of where it came from, mm-hmm. that's the awareness. And then it's putting positive seeds into your life. So. I cannot stress enough journaling, a gratitude journal, everybody should keep a gratitude journal, because what we focus on expands. Mm -hmm. So we want to make sure, we were talking about dialogue, that what we are speaking is what we're truly wanting, and by having the vision boards, by having the affirmation cards, by having those gratitude journals. It is shifting that internal dialogue, as I had said earlier. So it's putting new information in. It could be a positive podcast like this, putting in those positive deposits.
0: Mm. And it's so true because there, there are so many people, you know, it's some, there's, there's, a, a, there's a friend who comes to mind and this person is so completely unwilling to do anything different. And how in the world can you expect anything different to show up if you're not inputting positive information or anything other than the familiar uh, talk that's just going, through, just going through your head? So can you give us some examples of people that you've worked with, how they, how they came in, what kind of mindset did they come in with, and then what you did and, and what they did as a result and then how they changed?
1: Yes, yeah, so uh, one specific client I can think of that was just completely broken, right? It was patterning mm-hmm. of toxic marriages, right? And just that whole lack of self-worth. So that is the number one thing to understand why the patterning was happening
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then work on the self-worth. As you continue to advance in your self-worth, as you continue to recognize your value, as you continue to own your value, then the rest of it starts to flow. I mean, there's a whole gamut of things from what you're putting in your body because the mind and the body is connected, like you were saying. So it's not just the thoughts, it's the foods that we eat. It's the people we hang around. It's the environments we live in. It's environmental toxins. The list goes on and on, Mm -hmm. right? But the first and foremost thing, while we're looking at those little areas of adjustment, because, right, we don't want to come in too strong. This is somebody who is completely broken and just feels devastated and defeated. So it's taking things in baby steps, right? The last thing we wanna do is give a plan that's just gonna feel more overwhelming. So what are a few adjustments we can make in your supplements? What are a few adjustments we can make in your food habits? What can we do as far as eliminating some environmental toxins? Because as we feel better, the more and more that we want to do to move forward in our journey and accomplishing our dreams.
0: Mm. So when you think back to, to when you ha- realized that, you know, this, this profound mind body connection, you started making changes. What was the? Do, do you remember some of the changes you were making that really moved the needle for you where you're like, wow, you know what? I really feel uh, different and better because of that. Was it one thing? Was it, was it many things?
1: Well, I would say one of the biggest shifting moments for me, and I, I'm not recommend that everybody goes straight out there. Obviously I had uh, just graduated with an honors degree in alternative medicine. So I had the tools in knowing how to care for myself as I detox, because as we detox, it's like they say, when I start to detox internally, just in food, I can get pimples that start to appear and mm. a rash on my skin and all this stuff starts coming out. So what I did is I did a 45-day juice fast. Now, that's extreme. (laughs) We are talking just complete fresh juice through the juicing machine, celery, carrots, apples, and really helped to heal my gut, right? Because the brain and the gut are made of the same tissue, right? So really restoring the gut walls. As I did that, I started- And I to just speak. want to stop you there.
0: Everybody be very careful. Check with a, uh, a licensed credentialed practitioner because if your adrenals have tanked, if you're struggling, if there's so much stress already, it, the, the, a certain cleanse- may create more stress internally. So just check with your practitioner, but uh, I just want to make sure I said that. So, okay, keep going.
1: Absolutely. And that actually is a great point because it it, it could be that you're so overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. Adding another have to thing in your schedule on a daily basis could push somebody who's right on the brink over the edge. So I'm glad you brought that up
0: or even something that certain cleanses can really be, if the body is struggling enough, you know, enough already adding a a certain kind of cleanse that may be just too taxing on the body is additional stress. So just check before you, you start a cleanse, but okay. So you did a 45 day juice fast. How did you feel after that? That sounds grueling.
1: Well, actually, during the 45 days, I felt amazing. I was finding that I needed less sleep. I was less tired. My energy was through the roof. Mm -hmm. So I was accomplishing so much. And I was so motivated to just get rid of the toxicity that had been hanging on
0: for the past 40 years of my life. Wow. So, okay. So you did a 45 day juice fast and you felt a difference right away. You said more, more energy You slept. Did you mention sleep? I think you said. I slept better.
1: I had weight loss. The list goes on and on. During that time, I was doing the gratitude journal, positive affirmation, listening to a lot of Esther Hicks, Mm -hmm. Wayne Dyers, putting in those positive seeds i was doing yoga i was meditating in, i have a far infrared sauna i was meditating in my sauna i was using right. essential oils sound therapy the list goes oh, on I and
0: i love up. it i just love all those things that i've probably done all of them as well so was there and now you you mentioned just some of my absolute favorite authors was there one book or one lecture or th- that where you're like oh that was a game changer or even one author was it I
1: wouldn't say it's one it's just there's absolutely so many incredible right so I'm just become like this hay house junkie right of Mm -hmm. all this amazing spiritual high vibrational but I would say the one author who really moved the needle the furthest for me at that time Mm -hmm. was
0: Dr. Wayne Dyer oh uh, do I miss him okay absolutely I mean that's just and everybody who's watching, listening—if you are not familiar with Wayne Dyer's work, please, it is—you owe it to yourself. Uh, the power of intention was—I just absolutely love that yes. book. And even how he just translated the—not translated, but he took the the doubt, right—and he and he just went through it session by session. It was just an, it was just incredible, uh, amazing work. And then the infrared sauna is wonderful too. You mentioned yoga. Was there a certain type of yoga that really worked for you?
1: No, it was just more, I mean, I love lymphatic drainage yoga, but Mm -hmm. just regular yoga in general, stretching the body, mindful workout, again, Mm -hmm. connecting the mind with the body. The results
0: were absolutely amazing. Yeah. And you know what happens in this is for everybody listening and watching as you take on any one of these changes and you start feeling better, then, then you're like a kid in a candy store. You're like, what else can I do? And you, you venture into this world of, of just alternative healing. And it's just so wonderful. And it's so unfortunate because usually we only move towards these things when we've tried, you know, all of the conventional models. It's like, and then we're like, that really didn't work. That really didn't work. What about this? And it's, and then it does. And it's so wonderful. So what do you want to make sure everyone knows as we start to wrap this up?
1: The number one thing I want them to know is that everything they need is in with inside of them, right? So many times we go looking for outside for the answers. That's not to say, Hey, if you have mental illness, don't connect with a therapist. You definitely want to connect with a therapist. But ultimately, everything you need is inside of you. It's like people chase for the outside, for dreams, for happiness. If I just achieve this one level, then I'll be happy. Happiness comes from within. So I really, really want to encourage everybody watching today that work on yourself. Connect from within. Because when you do and you give all that you know show up in your authentic self and you put your best foot forward, the universe will meet you where you're at and things will start to flow. Surrender.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think that's so, it's so key. It's so important because uh, we go through these things and we can feel, it's so easy to feel like the victim. It's like, this happened to me. I must be bad, wrong, whatever. And so often it, I look at it like if we're, if we're going through these things, we have an opportunity. We have that perspective of we know how dark things can be. And we wouldn't have known that had those experiences not happened. So why not do something spectacular with it? And when we do, you know, then I say that's trauma well served. Uh, that's wonderful. So where do we go to learn more about you, Dawn?
1: Best way to connect with me is visit dawnburnett.com. The links to
0: everything are there. Okay, wonderful. And is there anything now you're working on that you want to share?
1: Well, I am working on a dream project. We were just talking about that at the beginning. And this is a story of how five women went all in, put it all on the line, navigated and pushed past shame, fear identified limiting beliefs, all of that went all in and they are successfully living their dreams, making seven and eight
0: figures a year. Oh, beautiful. Okay. Well, that sounds wonderful. And Don, I want to thank you so much for your time, for your, for your wisdom, your inspiration. I know you help so many people realize that just because uh, things have happened uh, to them, it's not about them and they can do something so magnificent with it as you've done. So I want to thank you so much. Thank you. So if Dawn's past isn't a setup for stress-related symptoms, I'm not sure what is. I see it so consistently how these experiences can make us or break us. Well, first they break us, and then they're the fuel to create something incredible. Stay in touch with Dawn by going to dawnburnett.com, and we'll have all of our information in the show notes at the forward slash podcast here's my biggest takeaway so much of our health and wellness is completely up to us in Dawn's case the symptoms from her many traumas left her with lots of issues to clean up and when the student is ready the teacher appears in this case it was Dawn's introduction to functional medicine the mind-body connection and then her car accident which served as the wake-up call to heal and share what she's learned and it's great that she did because now she's helping others do the same like the show please subscribe rate and review and of course if you know of someone struggling to heal from betrayal be sure to tell them about the show thank Thanks for listening. Can't wait to be with you next time. And here's to your breakthrough.